this is a little bit different service. And that's okay. Lord, you're such a good God, Father. You are such a good God. You're such a good God. Guys, let's not be done. Let's not be done worshiping the Lord. Step into what you're feeling. Step into worshiping him. Step into exalting who he is. Lord, you're good. You are 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 good. You know, the crazy thing about when you, when you're here, it's scary to step out and say things that don't happen on the norm. They don't happen on the regular. But we're not regular people. We're created for greatness. And there's power in our voice. I just want to read something. And I'm scared to read this. This is John 11. Then Jesus, with intense emotion, came to the tomb, a cave with a stone placed over its entrance. Jesus told them, roll away that stone. And Martha said, but Lord, it's been four days. By now, his body is already decomposing. Jesus looked at her and said, didn't I tell you that if you will believe in me, you will see God unveil his power? So they rolled away the heavy stone. Jesus gazed into heaven and said, Father, thank you that you have heard my prayer. Thank you, Lord, that you have heard our prayers this morning, Lord. For you listen to every, every word we speak, every tear, every doubt, every fear, you hear those things, Lord. Now, so that these who stand here with me will believe that you have sent us to the earth as your messenger, I will use the power you have given. We will use the power that you have given us. Then with a loud voice, Jesus shouted with authority, Lazarus, come out of the tomb. Come out, Roger. Wake up. Wake up. You've been with God too long. Come back. You're not done. You're not done. There's been so much spoken over you, Roger. You have things to do. You come back right now. You come back. You have a life to live, Roger. In the name of Jesus, Roger, you come back right now. You come back, Roger, right now. You're not done. You're not done. You're not done. It's not too late. It's only been hours. It doesn't matter if it was four days, Roger, you're not done. You come back right now.
In the name of Jesus, you come back. Lord, your word says, greater things than these will we do. Greater things than these. So we're using our voice right now to do those greater things, to step in and call part of our family back. You're not done, dude. You're not done. You're not done, Roger. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Father, because you're good. We worship you because you're great. We worship you, Lord. Your word says that by your stripes we are healed. So we're speaking new lungs into that body. We're speaking that blood clot to be removed. We're speaking, Father, that he get up and walk now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we plead your blood. Let it be a testimony to you, Father. A testimony to your greatness of what we as your body is stepping into, Lord. Not just this body, Lord, but your body worldwide. That greater things than these will we do. We, your children, those that you have called, those who walk in your name, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Father. We won't just lean on what's been said. We will lean on what you say is possible. So with the power that's in us, the power that's in our voice, we're calling you back. We're calling you back, Roger. You have a wife that you have to live life with. You have children that aren't born yet, Roger. You have a calling to walk out. You have atmospheres to change. You're not done, dude. You're not done. Guys, can we just worship him? I don't even know what to do, but let's just worship him. church.
He's good, amen. He's good no matter what. And his, you know, his goodness is not a thing. It's not a list that we check off in our New King James Version we're supposed to have or something. His goodness is a piece of his heart. It's an actual attribute of the heart of God. And Psalm 23, we've kind of, y'all know this, I say this often, we've, we've kind of had a bad translation uh, for a lot of years where at the end where it says, uh, his goodness and mercy follows me, the actual Hebrew connotation there is that of a panther or a tiger chasing after you and hunting you down. That's what the actual Hebrew language means. When David wrote that, he said, your goodness hunts me down like the prey of a panther or a tiger. And no matter what befalls us, no matter what we step into, no matter what happens around us, our Father is a good, good Father. And His goodness is an attribute of His heart. It's a piece of who He is. And as hard as this morning is, He's still good. We don't always understand it. Amen? I'm with Raquel. I'm believing for him to rise up out of that bed. and Knowing Roger, he would wake up and scare the hell out of him. I mean, that's... That's what he did. All he wanted to do was, was drive the gates of hell away from everybody. And so I'm assuming that's what he's going to do when he wakes up. You know, the thing, I'm believing, I'm believing with Raquel that Roger will rise up. We're calling him out. We're, Romans 4.17 is one that I hold to dear in my heart. And your word, Father, says to call those things that are not as though they are. So we hold to that, not just prophetically, but in reality. And the reality is, Jesus even said that in John 12, that your words create destiny. The way he worded it is not exactly like that, but that's what he's saying, your words. You know that life and death is in the power of your tongue. We believe in the spoken word. We believe in it. We know that it happens. And so I stand with Raquel's word and prayer and the calling out of Roger's name for him to get up. You know, it happens all the time. It really does. There really are people that rise from the dead around the world in the name of Jesus. I don't have statistics in front of me, but I would, I would venture to say it happens every day. I mean, I know I have testimonies of other people in other countries and things. 
in Iraq and Afghanistan. They're raising people from the dead. In the jungles of the Congo, they're raising people from the dead. It happens every day or very often. Some heresy hunter might try to hunt me down and say, where's your proof? So I stand on that. And many will ridicule us and laugh at us because we believe that. And that's okay. We still love them. In the meantime, until we get that phone call, I want to share some things with you this morning. Um, about Roger and also about our God. Um, man, Roger's a dreamer, man. <laughs> Part of the DNA that God put in that man is to dream the impossible. You know, him and Sarah just bought this house. And he, before that, he was already talking to me about another house he was going to buy over here and turn into a, some kind of youth home. And then there was another one to feed people and then a fleet of trucks for the church to get so that we could send out work crews. And on and on and on. The flow of heavenly ideas never stopped coming from the man, Roger Rodriguez. I fully believe that part of his actual calling and DNA uh, was to allow the inventions of the heavenly realm to come through on the earthly sphere. You don't just sit around and just think up stuff like that unless you have a gift. And we've been given every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. We have the mind of Christ. We are the solutions of the world, not the problems of the world. Amen. That's who we are. We're the solutionaries, and Roger was a big one. He had ideas for everything, and it was beautiful to talk to him. Sometimes you had to, like, try to keep up. <laughs> he'd, go, he'd go way out here, right? In times like these, the only thing that I know is the absolute truth that our God is a good God and that nothing separates us from His love. And so, uh, I want to try to read this to you. But in Romans, He gives us a... Uh, a very strong example about his love. He says in verse 31, uh, so what does all this mean? And I, man, please go back and read the whole thing and get it in context. It's beautiful. One of my favorite chapters of one of my favorite books. But he says, so what does it all mean? If God has determined to stand with us, tell me, who could ever stand against us? For God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up as the sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from us anything else 
he has to give. It was one thing that Roger uh, man, he'd give you the shirt and the shoes off his back. He'd walk around in his underwear if he if you needed pants. I mean I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being dead serious. He was just that way. <laughs> he didn't let anything come between him and sharing the heart of the Father to someone else. You know, uh, it's, it's really because of... Uh, well, he started joining. He started joining us at Core because of Sarah. Man, he fell in love hard. And when he started coming, you know, Roger has he he has no um, like he knows where God has brought him. He has no shame for anything for the Lord at all. He has no shame at all. He he, he would get out here and dance and twirl and worship and he really helped establish in a time in this community's life where we were growing and we were stepping into freedom he really helped establish the culture of worship from a place of freedom is that true these kids around here that you see with these flags they're not just waving flags because that's what they're supposed to do they've learned that this is one of the forms of the expression of worship. It's just one of the ways. And they have the freedom and the confidence to step out and do that a lot because of Roger. And um, he would bring his bag in and they would all share the flags. And You know, I remember one Sunday... All these kids came in. They're all wearing tie-dye. That was Roger's. He loved to wear tie-dye. I'm like, wow, disciples of Roger. So that's why there's some sadness here today because he's such an influence in this community, this, this people. He's such a huge influence. Let me finish reading this. Verse 33 says, who, who then would dare to accuse those whom God has chosen in His love to be His? God Himself is the judge who has issued His final verdict over them, not guilty. Amen? Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus, the Anointed One, for He gave His life for us, and even more, that He has conquered death and is now risen, exalted, and enthroned by God at his right hand. So how could he possibly condemn us since he is continually praying for our triumph? Who could ever divorce us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards us. Troubles, pressures, problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions? deprivations, dangers, and deaths. No, for they are all impotent to hinder the omnipotent love, even though it is written, 
all day long we face death threats for your sake, O God. We are considered to be nothing more than sheep to the slaughter. He's saying when someone looks at you, they're looking and they see us as sheep. But even even the face of death cannot separate us from the love of God. Verse 37 says, Yet even in the midst of these things we triumph over them all, for God has made us to be more than conquerors, and His demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that His love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken His love. There is no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love which is lavished on us through our Lord and our Savior, the Anointed One. I honestly don't know why that is what I felt I was hearing from Holy Spirit to read, other than to express the fact that we remember how loving Roger was to the world around us. Amen? He was that. Amen? And he is a true inspiration. Even more so when he gets up out of that hospital. I'm going to continue to believe that. We are going to continue to run with that. We just had this awesome rally for Roger yesterday and you know, I haven't actually got to talk to Sarah about that, but I know it was a huge success. And so I'm going to step in and say thank you to everyone who came out, everyone who donated, everyone who helped support and sponsor to show their love for Roger. And I heard stories that there were so many people that came from years back that he impacted their life from that, you know, and they had to come and donate or give or, or whatever. But from Sarah, thank you all. And we got to continue to pray for Roger. Amen. I love Raquel's heart and the forcefulness of the kingdom that she has to bring that out. Amen. And we're going to stand and believe. We're, we're, not, we're not just anybody. got one we're not just anybody we are the children the sons and the daughters we're the kings and the queens we are seated in heavenly places with Christ I'll give you one better John 4 7 verse 4 17 says as Jesus was so we are and he raised people from the dead all the time so we're believing that we got to believe together. We got to rally behind each other and behind this woman right here for her husband, behind them for their son. 
We need to rally behind them and believe in what our God told us. We believe Him at His Word, amen? And I don't mean this arrogantly at all. I don't. I really don't. But Father, You said, You said it right here. You said it right here, Father, that greater things we would do. And we mean it with no arrogance, but with full confidence that You are a God of Your Word. You are the truth. You are the way. You are the living Word of the universe. You are the omnipotent God who never sleeps, never slumbers. You're no respecter of persons. You loved us enough to let your own son come for us in our place. You have bought us back. You have emptied heaven so that we could walk hand in hand with you. And we do not believe that Roger is finished. We do not believe it, God. We stand on the truth and the promise of your word from your lips, God. We stand in the power and the authority that you bring, that you are. We stand in that power, oh God. And we believe for you to raise him up. We call out his name. Roger Rodriguez to come forth. Rise up in the name of Jesus. We know you, Jesus. Yes, he's the breath. We just love you, Father. We call on you to move. We call on you to do this thing. We call on you to break the rules of this world, what this world thinks. The rules of this world say that when you're gone, you're gone. But that's in the natural realm. We have nothing to do with the natural realm but passing through. We call upon the supernatural power of our God to break through. We ask you to shock him back to life. To breathe your own breath into him like you did with Adam. Just fulfill his life, God. We want him back. We want him back, God. And we stand with your word. We stand with your word. You know, this this morning when we, we got a phone call that things weren't looking good. And um, we got up, we got dressed, and... I was putting my makeup on and making this happen. <laughs> and um, I just, I, I had a, I don't know if you'd say a vision, a thought, this thing playing in my mind. And I see, I saw Roger sitting in the hospital bed. And he's kind of, you know how the bed, you can tilt it up for your, when you're sitting down. And I saw him sitting there and he just had his hands up and his big smile. And, and just white feathers were just raining down on him. And then I pictured us here in church. And it's the same thing. It was raining white feathers through all the con- throughout the whole thing, just raining feathers. And then I started remembering. I started to remember um, the story um, Bethel. They were um, you guys are familiar with Bethel Church. They had a little girl that they were praying for to rise back from the dead. And there was so much controversy. People were saying, um, you know, you can't do that. That's not right. But that's what we were called to do. We were created for that. 
And, and you know, and it, and it didn't happen for them. But I thought, man, what a brave church. What, a brave, what brave leaders that they would remind us who we are and the power that we're in. That's what I took away from that. It didn't happen for them, but I felt like, dang, it happened. It can happen. And it reminded me of who I am. It reminded me of who we are and the power that we have, the power that we walk in. And I was thinking all this, and I was like, but wait, Roger's, you know, it's just a little complication because he was walking the other day. Things are looking good. We just had rally for Roger. This, you know, and then we get the phone call. We're about to walk out the door and we get the phone call. You know, it's, it's scary to stand up here and say something like that, raising from the dead, because what if, what if? I have all these thoughts whirling through my head and I just think, we believe, Lord, help our unbelief. That's not the norm of what we walk in, raising the dead, right? But it will be. It will be. And it's going to start with Roger, a.k.a. the Mexican Jesus. <laughs> that guy, he glided when he walked. <laughs> and I'm telling you what, if his shadow hit you, you could probably be healed just from the smile on his face. I just wanted to share that with you because I know in my mind there's such a battle thing is being recorded. Raquel, you're saying this. You shouldn't. No. So what? Roger, we're calling you back. We're calling you back, Roger. You've got a life to live with our Sarah. You've got kids that aren't born yet, Roger. So we're calling you back. We're calling you back to life because so much has been said over your life that has not been fulfilled and you need to do it. You know, the word says that a day is as a thousand years with the Lord. So Roger, that's enough. You've been with the Lord long enough. Come back to us. Come back to us and come back to our Sarah. Come back to these parents and this family. We believe it. We declare it. We, dec we decree it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, Sarah, have your phone handy. Don't keep it on silent. Because they're going to call you. We love you guys. We love you guys. Yeah. Um. I know that you've been loved on so much y'all too um, if y'all are okay I'd love for us to just lay hands on y'all if not it's, it's totally cool but at least I'd love if we don't lay hands I'd love to surround you guys if that's okay is that alright you don't have to move you can stay right there if you want um, y'all mind stepping up here behind her and I'm going to ask if, if you want to. You don't have to. You know, we don't, we don't have those kinds of rules in here <laughs> at CORE. If you want to just surround them as family, that's our biggest heart here at CORE is family.
and there's a lot of a lot of things that need to happen over the next few days and this family is going to need this our part of their family more than ever before they're going to need us amen and so I want to ask you if you're up here just begin to pray in your own heart just just pray for comfort for belief Whatever the Lord puts on your heart, I'm going to tell you what to pray. Just, just pray as the Father leads you right now. And, and Father, we just come to you, your family, your people, the royal priesthood, holy nation, a very special treasure. All of those things are who Roger is and who he's meant to be. And for right here, for his wife, for his mother and father. We pray for comfort. We pray for wisdom. But Lord, for all of us right now, we pray for a belief system of heaven. We pray that our, like Raquel mentioned, when the father cried out to Jesus as he came for healing for his child, he said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. This signifies that our belief, we know it's always growing. And so, Father, there's a point here that we believe up to. So we're asking you to give us courage and strength and the capacity to grow in our faith and believe for the impossible. Lord, we have seen creative miracles happen right in this building. We have seen them happen. So we're believing for one by faith. Just like Jesus told the man, go your, go your way, go home. Your faith has done it. We're believing for Roger to be raised up in that hospital, even though we can't physically be there. I also call upon ministering and warring angels. to minister and fight on behalf of this family for the doubt that would come for the lies of the enemy that would come like the fiery darts we call upon the angels from heaven Lord that's what you told us we could and should do we call upon them right now in the name of Jesus to help in this fight Father, we lastly, Lord, I call on Holy Spirit. I ask you to move. I ask you to fill his lungs. Man, I, I just ask you, Lord, to fill his lungs with the breath. I studied that word, and I can't remember the actual Greek. I think it's the raka, I think, is the breath of God. It's the living it's the wind directly from his lungs into ours. Lord, I pray for that to fall. Holy Spirit, just come and fill him. Raise him. He's got so much left to do in this world. So help us, Lord. Help our unbelief. And we pray for comfort. Lord, I pray for peace. 
the peace, as your word says, that surpasses all understanding. So just do it, Lord. Just do it. We don't just want a testimony. We want our brother back. We want to walk out the dreams that you gave him to change this world. We want to be there when the atmosphere changes because he walked in the room. Because he brings the spirit of God everywhere he goes in a very unique way. Lord, we want to be there when he wins tens and hundreds over to you with his worship. Lord, we want to walk with him in this world, in this life. So do it, Lord. Do it, Father, in Jesus' name. You can all stay where you are, but um, I'm going to end here uh, for the recording. Um, For those of y'all watching or listening on the podcast, um, you know, there is no rules about how how to conduct a gathering, actually. What we think is church nowadays never really was in the first century, so... They just got together and, and, and loved on the Father. and So thank you for sticking with us. For those of y'all on the Zoom, I know this is very different, but thank y'all for sticking with us as family. We don't know how to handle the, the loss of a family member and how to deal with that as a church the day of a service. And so we're, we're walking hand in hand with Father to see how that is. Thank you all for joining us. Continue to pray for our family here at CORE. We love you all. God bless.